All right. Okay, ready? All right. One, two, three. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Steve Andes here. I'm here with my host, uh, my co-host, Cameron Barkey. We're uh, here. We're here. We're, we're here right now, live. And live. We're on the show today. Uh, today, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, what do you say, indoctrination? I can tell so we wanted to kind of go into. I I thought we we're gonna. I thought we wanted to talk about what is going on in society these days. Yeah, we could do about that too. And what is going on in society these days in respect to indoctrination since we were a child? Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like like what happened to us as children? How has that shaped who we are today as a society? So the main stuff we want to talk about then is. Um, how we were taught to basically the industrial age in terms of how they had us, you know, go to classes and, you know, learn to basically listen to your teacher, listen to your commander in, in charge. When did that start? Jeez. Didn't that start like during the World War? World War times? What, school or? Like when they, the, how they changed the schooling system? What did they change it into though? Like this is for my own knowledge. I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't know because like I grew up in that system, right? What's the regular schooling system? Yeah, has school always been like that? I know it's like a random weird side tangent, but has school always been that sort of setup? Like go to school eight eight a.m. You get a yeah, 10, start, ten o'clock. You it's get a, literally set you up for like for a job. Like yeah, hey. it's literally like training you how to get a job and like like how, does that even work anymore? Like we start to we well we one we've noticed that not everybody learns the same. Not everybody learns the same. So some people need like. Um, some people are book smart, so they learn from books. Some people need to actually be hands-on. Some people need to, like, uh, are audible learners. Some people are, like, that everyone just kind of learns differently. And, and sometimes you find that the people that are, are thought to have been slow were actually just not being stimulated properly. Mm. It's kind of like um, you can't judge a, uh, a fish by its ability to climb a tree. Yeah. Yeah, like, we're just, just like, like, he, like little Billy is the smartest kid ever. But he's just not really following your diagrams and your weird little pictures on the whiteboard. Yeah. If you were to just like spit it to him live facts, Bill would take the whole thing to another level. Well, what heard, you're saying? I heard this one, this, one, um, this one example of that where they were asking about the height of a building. Mm -hmm. Where like if you go to a job interview and they say, you know, what's the height of this building? You know, Eiffel, this, the Eiffel Tower. And the first person, you know, goes to the book and reads the book and says, this is how tall it is because you memorized it from... Some trig formula from shit. Some trig formula from the book and was able to regurgitate the answer. Uh, no application though, just was able just to regurgitate. Able to, yeah, yeah, was able to remember it or whatever that is. And then someone else comes in and says, I don't know, but then what happens is they say, well, give me a second and they go and check, check shadows and they basically figure it out. Do some trig formula on the fly. <laughs> and then they come like in. Some real smart shit, but that's not the answer the professor wants. Yeah. Yeah, keep going, what's the third one? So that, that, well, I don't know, like those are the kind of examples I was thinking like, at that point, do you prefer to have the person who can figure it out or the mm -hmm. person who just knows the answer? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Someone who can figure it out. Our, our education system is not actually preparing kids to figure shit out on their own anymore. They don't, yeah. It's like, anymore, I don't know if, I, didn't, I wasn't taught how to, uh, a little bit more mathematics that's what I i'm did, saying in math yeah i did really well in math yeah. i know growing up mathematics was really good for me uh physics was really good for me i was not good in chemistry and i was not good in english mm -hmm. uh, those both of those subjects were both uh, memory-based subjects mm -hmm. um, as opposed to with mathematics you basically figured out the, um, the rules 
and then you can basically you can kind of memorize them in your head you don't even need to memorize them you just understand the rules the rules are not very complicated like a bed mass or something well yeah like a bed mass or that's like, a rule even in, in in physics there's a there's formula charts in terms of how yeah. to actually move stuff around so you can actually do um you know um rules on how to actually figure out um, like what mass equals whatever it equals well, weight divided move, by gravity al or whatever algebra, it is for instance. yeah so algebra, algebra and then you can so move you can, it around you to can equal, move stuff around you can figure out what g is if you know w and an m yeah right yeah, so, yeah but so you, you, can, you can change the equations because but there's only certain ways you can do it yeah because you have to follow the rules because yeah. that's how basically it works right yeah. and if you don't the whole like you can't just freestyle it yeah so, but like, so you could figure out the answers and you always the answer, you can basically apply it to the question and you would see if it was correct or not. Yeah, but in real world applications today, what the, what the hell is the point of knowing that? Yeah, most people don't know how to do any of that stuff. No, most people can't even do math in terms of like... Like when, adding things at the grocery store together. When I go and buy stuff, I'm just like trying to get my change back and I, the guy's trying to figure out... If it doesn't say what it is on the machine, they don't know what to give me. Yeah. And that's the scariest part. Do you think that's saying. just a North America thing? Or do you think like I don't other think parts of the planet are just kicking our ass in that department? I think they like, are like the like the Like these twelve year olds like, yo bro, like I'm learning your like well, your was, first year physics shit. Well I was and talking I mean, to someone fuck. about how they change the mathematics uh, you know, like in India and stuff like that. They're changing well, in here, they're changing the style of how to do math. Mm-hmm. By like, and people don't understand it, but I'm just like, once I remember like the, how they change the style, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's because that's how you do math in your head. Yeah. You know, like weird stuff, like how would you add seven to uh, five plus seven, right? So what you do is you go, well, minus two will give you five. So f two and five is seven. So you minus two, add five, you get 10 and then add the two back on. So you get 12, right? So like, it's like one of those weird steps that you do, why you do that? But it's like, it's because you move everything into multiples of fives and tens, so it's easier to add them together in your head. Dude, that's messed up. Like you <laughs> just that went right over my head. Like I'm still <laughs> trying to add five and seven together, and I'm I do it in my head. I'm like five plus seven. Okay, to get to ten, that's three. But right? go the other way around. So, so <clears throat> you know, seven. There's two two to get to seven, right? So you take two out, you put it aside, and then how do you get to ten? Add the five, so five and five is ten, and then you add the two back in, so you get twelve, right? You're still that's right over my yeah. head still. That's crazy. So like that, like and that's t and I get that because that's the type of math that I normally do on a regular basis to do it in your head and do it quickly. Yeah, it's not that not that crazy. Yeah, so like like it's super simple. Like, yeah, like no one needs just, to, yeah. No one really needs to understand. Like it's simple. You don't need to know sine of cosine and like trig up some like unless you're unless you're going into like. What architects might need to know that a little bit, but those, mostly like machinists. Those are pretty cool, like learning like cosine, cosine and, uh, and sine and things like that have to do a lot to do with the waves and, and frequencies of things and, and cycles and everything's based on cycles and frequencies and angles. Yeah, when you right? graph, yeah, when you graph sine or cosine, it ends yeah. up being a... Yeah, it's a at wave. At some point, yeah, it's, it's a, a wave. wave. So that's how you figured it out. So like you can figure out the different angles and things like that. It's either a wave... Like you think of it a wave, but if you, if it's not moving over time, it's actually a circle. A circle, yeah, I know, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> that blows my mind. The second I learned that, I was like, "Yo, this is nuts." <laughs> yeah, so like it's uh, those are kind of cool, but like I don't know what they're really teaching kids in the school nowadays. Like it's uh, it's it'd be interesting to like learn what the curriculums are like. And I think it's pretty soft now, man. Like it's like I'm still kind of choked that they never taught 
you know, uh, taxes or, or any of that other stuff into, to kids and things, considering everyone needs to pay it. But I guess they don't really want you to know how to do it because they want the business owners to just do it for you, right? And just jack it from you. Well, that's what I, I had that conversation with you in the first place a little while ago. And I was saying, from the big picture of things, like yeah. from the elite type of people, it's smart that they don't teach us how to do taxes for them. Like for them playing the game, if you, if you think of it as an us versus them scenario, that's a power move. It's a big time power. It's a massive power move. Don't teach these people anything. Force them to take some form of education. And right? charge and, them for it. Indoctrinate them and then charge them for the said education. But from a mass, like from an equal, like everybody as like a whole, that's not good for people not to know how to do that. Well, no, no kidding. Like it, it's just a dumb, it's a dumb way of thinking. It, the people that try to basically... Um, the, the people that try to like enslave people or keep them down or suppress them are the ones that are too scared to have other people come and, and, and mess up their territory because it's gonna, they're going to lose their territory. They're not, they're not, they're you think not, those people are operating out of fear? Yeah. And they're time. like, shit, if these people know. If they knew the basics to how to do certain things. If everybody knew it, everyone would be on equal playing ground or, and then they wouldn't be special anymore. Or do you think these people are so, like, the general society doesn't want to care about it? Because, like, ask, ask your regular 14-year-old, hey, do you want to learn about taxes? You know what he's going to say? <laughs> Fuck taxes, man. I'm going to go smoke weed. I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm being completely honest. Yeah, do you yeah, think they would look at true. that stuff and be like, this is stupid? If you taught them basic business principles, they'd go to school and be like, oh, I'm taking business principles today. That's my fourth block. This sucks. And skip it. Like, you could actually teach these people that, but they're too dumb to understand. Like, well, their values are not there yet. Their values aren't there. So, like, I actually, if there was a tax, I don't think anyone would actually even want to take it. Yeah. Facts. I think that's spitting facts right there. It's like home ec. Nobody really wants to take a home ec class. Yeah, that's one of the most important one there is. <laughs> you need to know. But how everyone to... wants to learn social or do language and write like essays. That, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if everyone wants to do it. Like I never, I personally didn't want to do English classes. Well, everyone wanted to go to gym class. Not everybody. It's again, it's it's subjective because like there'd be people that just are not athletic. Yeah, but no one like actually it. wanted to go to home ec though. No. Like, no one was like, sweet, we get home ec. But yeah, yeah, that's the most important one there is. Yeah. Like, logically thinking about it. Does anyone know out there know how to sew a button back onto a shirt? Raise yeah, your Yeah, like whether they're supposed to, like, a specific crisscrossing motion you're yeah. supposed to go into. I mean, we could all do it, but it'd be some half-ass buttons in the world. <laughs> it'd be probably the most, like, haggard freaking buttons ever. Well, speaking of home ec, like, I'm interested in kind of learning how to, like... So, I made bread for the first time this week, which is yeah. pretty interesting. So, I made... I made both uh, leavened, leavened bread and unleavened bread, and I really like the unleavened bread. Yeah. That's really good. And like, like a little pancake. Oh, it was like little deal? pancakes, but they were like the bread was like really like like it was like eating like pizza dough. Yeah, but, but you know was, it's not bad for you. But it was good for you. Like I was like, this is good. It's so like, what is unleavened bread for the uninitiated? Oh, the unleavened bread is with no no yeast in it. So it doesn't rise. So it doesn't rise. So being leavened means like puffy, right? And like unleavened means like unpuffy. Yeah. Kind of thing. So like an unrisen bread. And um, but uh, but yeah, so I was trying to. But now what I'm thinking is, too, like it was so simple. It was just water and wheat or like water and flour. Yeah. Like now I'm thinking, like, how do you make flour? Yeah. Like, do you just get like, do you just grow wheat and grab it and just like grind it up? And like, will it work the same? Like, it's not going to work in the city. You can't grow flour off your off well, your no, balcony. I know. Well, no, you can't grow wheat off a balcony. But like, oh, yeah, sorry, flour. I've, 
a I've wheat. seen wheat. I've seen wheat around and stuff like that. And I've seen it. Like I'm just wondering if that's how it works. You just grab some wheat, you take the bristles off for the bristles, and then just that's the germ. You take the germ. Your, yeah, you take the germ off. Take of the it. germ off of it, and then just basically grind it up into I powder. Know. I don't know. That's something you got to look up, man. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Figure this out, yeah. Because that, like, there's there's certain things that we take for for granted nowadays that we just don't know how to do. Yeah. Like, like it seems basic. Oh, a flour, but like, flour seems basic, but people don't even grab flour. They for go straight for they the bread. Sh- yeah, yeah. Right? Oh yeah, we don't even buy flour anymore. We don't buy flour. Yeah, they're making us freaking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just don't even buy flour anymore. We go straight for the bread. Yeah, how many people out there, raise your hands if you know how to make a badass loaf of bread. Yeah, like, like, like what are the, some of the other things that we used to buy that we don't buy anymore? Like flour used to be one. I know not a lot of people buy flour anymore. Yeah. Um, like they'll just buy straight bread. Um, what else? What else is out there that's, that's kind of interesting? That. Hey, Davey, thank you. Dave's talking to you? Yeah, Davey. Davey's telling us to have a good show. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Nice, Dave. Yeah. Thanks, Davey. Thanks, Appreciate Dave. it, buddy. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, what are other things that we take from massive granted? I don't know. Steak, chickens. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if I could chop a chicken's head off. Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. Like old school style, where you just take the chicken and you just put we gotta him on break the block its neck. Yeah, or, yeah. Cut his head off, and you gotta let him run around and bleed out. Yeah. Like that's that seems cruel, man. Like, but that's what. That's yeah, but how, how much chicken do you eat? And then and then how do you deplug like pluck it? You have to, you have to learn. It. You gotta boil it. You gotta I boil believe. it, and you gotta dump the feathers into the boiled water. So then all the feathers fall off, and you pull it off, and you got a chicken with no feathers on. Yeah, it. but you gotta still pluck the shit off. You still gotta rip them out, dude. I had a bird. I I grew up with birds my entire life. Cockatiel, which I found in the middle of winter, which was crazy. I found this cockatiel. It was like. Uh, winter 1992 yeah and it was it was boxing day but it was like minus 56 in edmonton it was like if you look up the 90s early 90s and you go coldest day on record it was that day and i'm looking in my window in the basement i just remember looking up and there was this yellow and red and gray and purple bird just like sitting on on the windowsill i was like uh that shouldn't be out there anyways we bring the bird back in and I i grew up with it and it passed away at like i don't know how old it was it died in 2008 but it was like 20 oh, years old. That's crazy. It was 20-something years old. Yeah. And then I had a parrot. And I had a parrot my entire life. And I'm getting at a point at this. Like, I, I'm, just, I'm just showing you guys my affinity for birds. But I had a parrot my entire life. And then she lives to like 30, 40 years old. Anyways, I could never, growing up with birds, I don't think I could actually rip feathers out of a bird. It would make me like, I'd be like, oh, I'd think of my birds growing up. And I can't do it. I think I ripped a feather out of my, one of my birds one time by accident. And it freaked out. Oh, I felt so. I felt so bad. It was. It. I. I think it'd be like the equivalent of like ripping one of our fingernails off. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Anyways, like it's pretty thick. Yeah, I know they're thick. They're like bones. Yeah. The, the bottom of a feather is a bone, I believe. Yeah. Or they are bones. Yeah, they're, they're like hollow, hollow bones. bones. Yeah. They're hollow bones. Yeah. So imagine getting one of your bones ripped out. Or your fingernail ripped off. Yeah, your yeah. fingernail ripped off. Yeah, that would hurt. Yeah. So like, I think the chicken's dead after they feather them. Is it? Oh, yeah, their head's cut off first. Oh, they do the head first. You cut the head off first oh, okay. and let them run around and bleed, bleed out. out. Yeah, okay. And then once they bleed out, then you boil it down and you yeah. take, the, take the feathers off, I think. I don't know. I've never done it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These are things that we don't know how to do. That if, like, the whole shit were to shut down tomorrow, we'd all be spooked. <laughs> like, would be I, I would like to think I would survive in, like, an apocalyptic, like, state. Yeah. But, like, in all reality, I'd probably starve to death. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people would starve to death. Yeah. Yeah. The only way I'd, I'd be able to survive is, like, probably rape and pillage. Like, I think that would be the only thing. <laughs> at that point, 
Raping, would you even need to be raping? I think pillaging would be fine. I don't think the raping is necessary at that point. Do you just go straight rape, savage rape, at that point? Raping at that point, a... you're just going straight savage. You're just like, all right, I've never <laughs> gone in girls before, and now I'm going to go and just take them all. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Just> like, <what? laughs> okay, okay, not raping, not raping. Like, raping in like a metaphorical term. term. Like, like, just like geez, rape the village. Man. Like, you just, yeah. I'd kind of just, I'd take from you just it. Just take everything. That'd be the only way I think I'd yeah. be able to survive an apocalypse. As like straight up as I could be, because like I'm not I'm not hunting for myself. I don't know what what's it like. How do you trap? Like just probably like don't like people like out there people probably, know how to trap. Yeah, like like catch, catch rabbits and like look at tracks and stuff. I got no idea what I'm looking at. I went to to Cubs as a kid. I did all that stuff, but like that, like learning a language or a sport or something that eventually fades if you don't do it long enough, right? Yeah. Like you were in the army for a while, were you not? Yes. Or yeah. So you have certain skills, but it's been a little while that I'm not sure if they'd be oh, just no, yeah, sharp. It's you lose been it, like right? Twenty years, man. Holy smokes, it's been like twenty years since I've been in the army. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know most of the stuff. Like I'd have to like try to you try to get into it and try to see if you actually retained it, retained any of that information that came back. Like yeah. I can remember some of the stuff that I did, but like like uh, looking at a map, like how would I like orienteering and how would I how would I do uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, choreography or like when you look at the maps and cartography cartography yeah, that cartography. Just drawing, drawing the maps but being able to read a map at least and figuring that yeah, out orienteer around or yeah figuring that stuff around would be pretty tough um how to use uh, you need a compass you need like what would you kind of need like do kids do kids learn survival skills like i don't even know what they're learning nowadays yeah, I don't think that they're learning survival skills as kids anymore. I honestly think if you were to teach little Billy and little Timmy and little Lisa survival skills, some parent would get offended that you're teaching their kid these things. No word of a lie. It'd get shut down. <laughs> They'd be like, what? You're teaching my son how to start a fire on his own? He's only 11 years he's old. Gonna and yeah, he's going to set the house on fire. He's going to set the house on fire and it's going like, to be not, your fault because he wants a, to start a fire. Not unless he knows how to do it and he puts himself in a controlled environment. And usually those kids start fires when they basically want to try to figure it out themselves and they go oh fuck that was that was fucking wild bro yeah i was went up in flames when i was trying to put a fire up in a little tin can and i fucking set the whole place up on fire Alleg allegedly i set a london drugs on fire one time what uh, allegedly oh when you were a kid i'm um, allegedly allegedly yeah like allegedly you don't, you don't believe the story what's the story i don't know i'm just saying allegedly allegedly i set a london drugs on fire is what i'm saying Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you remember what allegedly might have happened? Someone uh, allegedly told you that might have... Yeah, yeah. Well, everything's alleged right now. Yeah. Like, none of this is actually legit, but yeah, allegedly... Hypothetically speaking. This is hypothetically let's, let's speaking. Let's say hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically if, if, speaking. If someone were to set a London, London drug on bar, fire, how would they do it? They would have gone to a Husky gas station and yeah. allegedly purchased a lighter underage and then allegedly went to the London Drugs... And yeah, that just sounds like like a dumb move. Like it just sounds like something. I was so curious did, about. Yeah. I, I was allegedly so curious about it. Yeah. Right. Fire is dangerous. But anyways, yeah, fire is dangerous. But if I would have learned that shit before, and learned the power of it, I probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah. If I would have learned how to rub two sticks together as a kid. Okay, here's the thing. Actually, in the states, this is a big subject. We can we can tie back to indoctrination. I think we're getting some good points there. But do you think you should teach children how to use weapons? <laughs> You think you teach them the respect of them? That's an interesting one. That's because in the states, that's a big weapons, thing. Weapons is a big thing, and it's very scary. Like one, 
Okay, so then you, if we're going to talk about weapons, you have to realize there's two sides of the coin here. The government doesn't want you to have weapons. Yeah, I know. The people want to have weapons. And well, it's written in the Constitution yeah, that you're allowed yeah. to have weapons because the last thing that you want is the government to have power over you. So the reason why the people want to make sure that they have weapons is so that the government can never take over Okay, the here's, here's one thing I'm going to tell you right now. Is going back to our entire thing of indoctrination. Do you think they ever teach that to little Timmy in grade one? Hey, little Timmy, it's in your rights and in your constitution that you need to have a gun and you have the right to bear arms. And the reason for it is so the government doesn't take you over. You think they're teaching that in schools? No. Exactly. Not. Well, that's, that's, because the that's because the government is basically in charge of the actual stuff. So Now, look at our society now and yeah. how freaking soft these people are. How like they're they, the, the people in the States have so many rights, they want to get their rights taken away. They're like, we have too many rights. You should just take away the gun one. We don't need it. Like, they, like they're so privileged in a way where... They pretty much have. Yeah, every, they're well, the only plants on the planet that has They don't understand. They don't understand the reason, of the right to bear arms. Like, because what happens is, is that the people that are like, no, I should be allowed to have my gun. It's like the crazy redneck people. You don't want to have guns, right? But the thing is, is that you have to look at it as, like the way that they. Now again, like I'm not for or against or anything. I'm just saying what the what the what the actual um, arguments are. But like. If the, if, the, if the government were to go into what's called like martial law or something and just say, fuck it, where they went and they, they turned on their own people, right? That's and happened they, before. It's happened before. The people now don't have a way of protecting themselves because they're, they're not allowed to have weapons. And then yeah. it, gives, it gives the... The government, the government a way upper hand, a massive way up, upper ma hand. Massive upper hand, right? Or, or not even the government, but foreign bodies as well. Yeah. Because what happens if a foreign country wanted to come and invade Canada? Like, just run our train. Yeah, if they came over here and they realized that just, every every citizen has a weapon. They're going to think like, twice hey, about hey, it. I'm like, not going to go in there. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, I, and that's that's where it kind of, like, it's funny because, like, that's kind of the, the, the type of things that Trump talks about. And he talks about that in the schooling because I remember he mentioned that thing about, like, having teachers. Get carry paid, guns. Carry, have a few teachers who are trained to carry weapons, have weapons in the school. You know, and he might be right, you know, like in a sense if like if you have like 20% of your teachers that are like trained, some, they might they're think trained, twice. They're trained in, 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 combat. Uh, in combat and are basically are trained like, like uh, uh, with firearms that someone might think twice about going into a school and lighting it up because someone else has a gun and could take them out. Yeah, and they don't know who it is. Yeah, and they don't know who it is. Yeah, right? like, I don't think they'll divulge that information. No. Like, it's Mr. Robertson who has the weapons training everyone, and yeah. if you ever try and shoot the place up, you're but gonna, then again, he's the guy you want to watch out this, for. But, this, but here's, here's what's going to end up happening, though, in these situations, I can, and I can foresee it. Is that like what? Does Mr. Robinson carry the gun on him so everybody knows he has it? No, or concealed he, carry. Or concealed. Does, or does he conceal it somewhere? Or you think under his, his desk? desk no, 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 under his desk. Where someone would find it? Yeah, yeah, not under his desk. You know, like so, like where would he? Where would he carry the weapon? On, on his person, but concealed. I was a, I was a nosy bastard when I was a kid. I would be all over my teacher's shit. <laughs> Right? And what happens if I found a gun? Me. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if anyone out there is watching it, think of grade three Cameron with a gun. Yeah. That's Dude, I was, I was drinking beers on the field, man. I was, I was pounding back old Milwaukee's in grade three. Yeah. Yeah. So like me with a gun and old Milwaukee's. If any of you live know me, like just think of that. Like the, I, I would have killed it would have just been accidental, but it would have just happened, right? Yeah, I would have been like, oh, sweet, I found a gun. I probably would have killed my buddy by accident. Like, <laughs> holy shit, I just blew Timothy a new one. Like, yeah. 
I don't think you have the guns where the kids can find them. And it's yeah. got to be concealed on your person. See, because if you had it, if you had it so it was full on open, like, hey, Mr. Robertson's the one with the gun. If I was a killer or a shooter, that would that'd be, be the, the person guy. I'd go after and I'd plan his death like beforehand. Like, yeah. Like you get him before he goes to school. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, no one would know. You would not tell any, anybody. I don't even think other the teachers would know. Well, they would get pissed off that that Mr. Robinson's getting a higher paycheck. <laughs> oh, they would notice. They'd eh? be like, "Why is Mr. Robinson getting a higher paycheck, and he gets to carry a weapon?" <laughs> no, no, you don't even tell them. They don't even say that he has a weapon. He's got to be like incognito the entire time. Then what? You just basically like pull him out. Like you just basically go, "Hey, Mr. Robinson looks like he's a well-built man. Hey, or you want to take the guns course and get an extra, an extra twenty uh, percent on your uh, on your, your paycheck? paycheck? Yeah, you know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, but you'd have to carry a gun every day to school. Whatever. Yeah. It'd be an interesting little, it's an interesting little concept and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I just, ha- the, the whole idea of guns is, is uh, just, it's just weird to me. Why? I don't know. I just, I find like you live by the sword, you die by the sword, right? That's in everything though. It's the food you eat. That's a sword. You can, yeah. eat, you can eat McDonald's yeah. and then you die by a, I don't think for marketing purposes, I can't say you can die by McDonald's, but I say you could, something could happen to you because of the decisions of the food you've made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's a sword. Everything's a sword. Yeah. It's decisions you make. Uh, just having a gun is a decision, but using it's another decision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have McDonald's all around us all the time, but it's the decision to turn left and turn right and go through the drive through and put out our credit card and go through all those little decisions in order to get it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's, what I'm saying. I know it's but like it's the morality of people has gone so south nowadays that it's just like. Well, I think that's why the good people should have guns because I really think we're outnumbered here. <laughs> we are outnumbered. Yeah, here. yeah. It's like shit's getting weird, and I'm getting shit's like getting nervous. Very weird. I'm about to disappear and grow my beard and go live in a woods, man. Shit is getting super weird lately. Like super, super weird. Like I've never seen so many people that are like just in big trouble. Big trouble. Massive like just, trouble. Just com- like, there's like the separation of like, not even like of rich and poor, but like just healthy and unhealthy. And you're just like, whoa, like there's some serious mental issues happening over here. Yeah. You know, like it's just like people are just getting over, overtaken by like just weird energy. It's actually insane. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's completely nuts. Well, so. yeah, do you think, so... Uh, we didn't even answer your question. Should, or my question, should we be teaching children how to use weapons at a young age? Well, like I, training them proper practices. Yeah, how, how, how young though? Because I remember when I was like 14 or something like that, I took a hunting course to learn how to use a rifle. Yeah, I say 12 years old. 12 might be okay. Like, tw- like I don't think they'd be able to have a weapon. No, 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 no. This is like... But okay, we're going to introduce you to this. It's a very serious matter. You know when you're in school and sex ed came up and you need your parents to sign a little form and yeah. we're going to talk about this, that, and that because it's a serious subject. Like you but could totally screw... That? You like could who totally teaches s- that? That's the thing. Wait, like, sex ed? No, like... Yeah, that's the... the who teaches the weapon like, training? Both of them. Like it's like that topic is so... Sex is subject... Well, sex ed can be totally manipulated. A gun's a gun. A piece of steel is a piece of steel. Or were you yeah, talking about the psychology behind but it? But I'm like the psychology behind it. Oh, like about the guns? A, it's such a serious topic yeah. that it's just like, now do I want someone else teaching my child about this serious topic that I don't even know what they're teaching them? 
Yeah, I see what you're you know saying. What I'm, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, okay, yeah, these kids need to learn about guns, but I'm like, perhaps maybe I should be the one to teach them, or perhaps we should take a course together and I decide which course to take, right? There's like, multiple this is, different this is, courses. This is when like like parents really need to focus I on think, like I, I think our parenting parent, their kids. Our parents these days are too dumb to do that. I'm gonna be straight up honest. They're go- yeah. I think they're gone now. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> it's just out of control. Because people are kids. Man, nowadays, like, sexuality has gone rampant. You have, like, 20, 19, 20-year-olds, 20 22-year-old girls, like, sleeping with, like, 100 men. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, what's wrong? Like, what's going on with society right now that, like, people are having this much sexual uh, craziness and then they have kids at such a young age and they don't even, they're kids themselves. And then this is a, this is a perpetuating cycle that ends up happening. Right, you got kids training. It's kids, yeah, it's raising, kids. kids raising kids. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a blind in a blind scenario. And then, that's that's what I'm saying. Like if 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 a if a chill if a if a person of my age or your age or something like in our sort of generation, would they make that decision for their kids? I'm not. I don't think they could. I don't even think they're mature enough to do it themselves. Yeah, it's tough. Like even at my age, I'm like I don't even know if I'm mature enough to raise a kid. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. Like how like like raising a kid's tough, man. I yeah, know it's, it's probably the, one of the biggest decisions we have to ever ever make in our life is bringing another human yeah, being to yeah, the planet. But people make those decisions all, all the time with random people on a regular basis. Yeah, I know it's a weird society like, that we're living in. How is this like normal? It's actually if if you don't think that that's unnormal or normal, you're now the black sheep and you're the one who's like. Yeah, I'm the crazy one. Now you're the crazy I'm one. The what crazy do you mean? One. That's totally normal. What do you I'm mean? Just like, like you don't realize that you you take on the energy of all those people that you have, and then basically it messes you up and you wonder why people are like completely losing their mind and completely like uh, self-perpetuating and completely like lost and don't know what like why they're not finding love or what's going on and it's just like it's just weird like it's like I don't understand what's happened to people I don't know it's gone weird but going back to the point is do you think that should be in schools or not guns training kids 12 year olds I think at this at at our, at the moment we are right now, I say no. Okay. The reason why the reason why is that I think that eventually you could probably and introduce it into the schoolings, but there's so many problems right now that need to be fixed before. So this you would be generational that. things. Do you think video games plays in a factor into this? Huge. Do you Huge. think too much Call of Duty does it? Huge. People, so that so that's but all, why. But all on the other side though too, like perhaps people playing Call of Duty and, and doing all that, all of that you know, like gruesome and grass stuff in, on, in a virtual reality thing keeps them from doing it in real life, though. Uh, I would err on the side that Call of Duty is not saving people from doing that in real life. I think it's desensitizing people so they do do it more in real life. And actually, Call of Duty probably really? makes... Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%, dude. I know people who play Call of Duty. And they would literally, if someone who plays Call of Duty, you think would all of a sudden take out a weapon and shoot someone else? No, I think, it, I, think, I think looking at video games like that so much desensitizes you. Like here's an example. I used to play a game called Dying Light. It's like a zombie game. And when I first played that game, I don't, I don't game very much. Like I don't game. I don't even have a system. But this was a little while ago when this came out, um, gaming it at a buddy's house. But when I first gamed it, I couldn't look at the screen. Like I was legit like, oh, this is scary as hell. Right? I had nightmares about this game, but over time as I kept playing it, it kept getting less scary. It was the same scary shit, I just got used to it. But like that game was like really yeah, weirdly you realistic. Yeah, know what desensitizes people? What? People dying in, on your street. Like people getting killed, people getting murdered. People, that really desensitizes. 
video games. Listen, man, a lot of people play Call of Duty right now, but all of a sudden they can go on the street and they're fine. But all of a sudden, if someone gets shot right in front of they them... They don't know what to do. All of a sudden, it's not like Call of Duty. It's not like, oh, yeah, it's just like Call of Duty and they walk away. That shit will fuck them up. Like, it'll mess them up. Like, and you got to look I at like, places that. like... You gotta look at places like in the Middle East where like like they're they're going like rampant and people are getting killed on the street. Those kids are getting desensitized because they have to live with it every day. So it's like be careful, stay away from that street because the kids are fighting on that street or whatever it is, right? That's when you start to realize that shit's desensitizing, right? Because like now murder and and war and and, and bombs are, are a daily. I'm keeping. I'll, I'll keep this life. west. I'll keep this Western world. I'll keep that little Western world. I do agree compared to actually that happening to you in real life all the time that that would desensitize you more. But I'm also going to say that kids in North America who are just playing Call of Duty and Resident Evil and this, that, and the third at very young ages, you're a little bit desensitized. They're desensitized, I think, in a sense that they, they're, they're, they're broken from reality. Which in is not that, good because that's that how people snap. And they, they snap and they do some stuff and then they go... Oh, oh shit, up. that's real. Yeah, that's, but like when you go shoot good. up a school or something like that. Yeah, then they go, oh, I fucked up. That's not good. Right? Yeah, that's... And then they do something stupid. It's not like they shoot up a school and they become serial killers kind of thing. So that, okay, taking it all back, because of this, you wouldn't allow guns in schools at 12 years old to be taught. But you just said the root problem is the video games. So get the violence out of the video games. No, I'm not saying that's a root problem. I, I pose the question, do you think that's a root problem? Yeah. Do you think it is? Which, the weapons? No, video games, graphic video games, desensitizing kids. Is that a reason why you say no to teaching how to use guns in school? Would that I'd be say a... no because, man, we got problems with teachers being able to teach kids accordingly on normal stuff. You can't even get teachers to teach people math and, and English and, and proper stuff, and yet you're going to get them to teach them how to use weapons? That's too big of a leap, bro. So what I'm saying is that our school system needs to be fixed first. Before you start introducing stuff that's really what do you think need, what do you think needs to get fixed and what is so complicated about guns? What do you mean? Like for myself personally, I think I can navigate a gun better than I can do a bunch of math equations. Yeah. Because it's like right in front of me, like this, like I can see it in my head, yeah, like yeah. the firing pin and this. I'm not saying that it. they can't teach it. I'm not saying they're unable to teach. You said it. it's what really saying, complicated. What I'm saying is, is that you, in terms of a subject. Oh. In terms of a morality and things like that, you, why are we bringing in? Why are we adding in more shit to the fire when we can't even when we take can't care even of organize oh. the fire? Oh, I you thought know? you meant like complicated, as in like they're not no, going to no, understand no, no, how no, no, a bullet no. gets fired. No, no, no. Like, the, like they, they, you can teach someone how to use a gun, and it'd be, it'd be like probably know how to use a real gun. But we have, we still have the problem with Jimmy fighting. What do we do with this? Jimmy fighting uh, James, James, and, and pulling and out the gas. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's like, and, "Fuck you, Jilly, yeah. Billy." Hunk. Or like, we still have a problem with you yeah. know kids treating each other incorrectly in school, Whoa. or we have. Like, That's think, why you teach them, hey, I little those, Billy. I think yeah. those things need to be fixed first before yeah. you start introducing weapons into that mix and start teaching people how to use weapons because, you know, like all of a sudden, like there's a lot of times where you, you have in school, schools are pretty big now. You got like five, six thousand, you know, five, six hundred people, a thousand people at a school. Sometimes some kids can go through that whole system and nobody knows who they are because it's just nobody pays attention to them. Yeah. Right? And those yeah. are the kids that are just like, you know, the ones that are about to snap? Well, not even about to snap. They just don't really, they don't, they're, it's, the people who usually snap are usually people who are, are uh, insecure, not worried, like, you know, like are very uh, introverted, insecure, don't like try to deal with people or be bullied or get treated poorly. Yeah. And they suck that and they bring all that stuff inside. 
that was what caused him to snap, right? All of a sudden now you teach him and give him something to get interested an in. An outlet? An outlet. And all of a sudden he's like, you know, like, you don't even know who these kids are. You, like, I think it's more important. He to, might be killing squirrels with magnifying glasses and burn ants like, and some I weird shit. I remember growing up, we had, one, he's kid, like, <laughs> we had one kid that was really weird in our school in junior high and stuff. He would kill dogs with like, like hubcaps and stuff like that. Like he would throw hubcaps at dogs. And and slice their this, throat and shit? Well, you'd snap their backs and stuff and you'd hear about the stories and you'd be like. Good like, thing he didn't have a gun. Yeah, you don't want that kid having a gun or having access to a gun or knowing how to or knowing how to use it. Just knowing how to use one. He's like, "Haha, this is free training." You know, like it's the same thing. Like you don't want kids. You don't want. You don't want people to know how to do taxes. You definitely don't want them to know how to use a gun. Yeah, I know. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they're not going to teach kids how to use guns. That's all private shit that you need to learn. They're trying to take our guns away right now. Now going to a crazy subject on the guns because this is a rabbit hole that's forever. Yeah. Do you think that mass shootings are false flags, or are they real? Or is that too deep of a question? Um, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. No, I think that like mass shootings are usually some crazy psychopath just like trying to cause problems. You have to remember though too, like there's certain things out there that just want to cause um, terror and, and demonize things and, and, and create that kind of a stuff, right? Like. Like, I know that the false flag would be more or less, you know, one person's act being called a terrorist, you know, based on, like, what their faith or religion or whatever it is, and be like, well, that was one person that did that, you know, like... Well, that's, no, that's not necessarily a false flag event. A false flag event is when um, you create a problem and then offers the solution to said problem. Well, like the, example, false the false flag is the problem. Would have been the 911 stuff would have been considered a false flag. A lot of people think that that was a false flag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A false flag. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Basically, Do you think like they attack their own country yeah. in order for them to go to war to with another country. Yeah, exactly. This is the problem. Yeah. Here's the solution. They create the problem by flying planes into shit and blowing shit yeah. up. That's the problem, guys. This is what we're going to have to do to fix it. Yeah. Like right? that yeah. was that was like if you look at that one that like that very much looks like a false flag for sure. There's a bunch of shit that goes on there that you'd have to ask a lot of questions for. Like, yeah, the whole, the, like, yeah I've, I've, I've been on that train for many years. That was a heavy that's a deep train. Like, that's hole. a deep rabbit hole. Like, just to give people a little bit of things, you got, you got the fact that there was an, air, an aerial uh, training mission happening at that moment, so they didn't know whether what was being said was true or false, right? I didn't know that. There was an aerial training thing. That was going on at the exact same time. So they didn't know whether... What they, the calls were, if they were real they, or not. So everyone was like, ah, whatever, it's yeah, just, yeah. just training. It's just probably training some weird because stuff. because they did a training set. They had the, uh, the explosives on the, in the buildings to pull the building down and demolition the building. So they had... No one saw that, though. No, no one physically you, saw it, but there's, there's science there's, to back up yeah. that, that the metal got the me sheared. Metal yeah, yeah, sheared yeah. and sliced up, and then yeah. the way the building came straight down. The math down. on the building has to go straight yeah. down. So you had that. Uh, the insurance that was put on the buildings prior to the thing going $2 down. $2 billion dollars yeah, just with a terrorist like, clause. Yeah, with like just recent, like was done. A week, a week prior. A week prior to that yeah. going down. Uh, the fact that one Bin Laden just was supposedly killed off, but that... You know, he was thrown over a boat in the middle of the ocean. That, that, just that was after, that was way after the fact. Well, you know why the reason why I think that happened, though, is because you got to remember that the family of the Bin Laden family and the Bush family were tied together. Yeah, they're all business. buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all tied together in business. And, you know, I could definitely see them going, hey, yo, there's a lot of heat on my boy. You know, is there anything we can do to get, get the heat off my boy? Okay, well, let's fake his death then. Yeah. You know, and what do you do? You get secret ops to go and get him, and then... 
the secret ops, they captured him, but then they killed him and threw him over a No, board. no, 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 no. It just that seems weird. Yeah, like, no, I know. That, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, right? So, like, to me, like, they just caught him, fake his death, and then get get him off the radar, right? Yeah. So now no one's bothering him, and then they just say, oh, yeah, he's done. We, let's continue on with something else yeah. now. Okay, so that's 9-11. Because so, you can go on forever like that. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other one? Was the other false flags? Yeah. Like, what do you think another false flag is? But I'm talking false flags with guns. So that's a false flag with, let's go invade another country and take their oil. I don't, well, do you I don't think, know. Do you I think these schools the are getting shot up? Is false, okay, what about Boston bombing then? Was that real or false flags? Well, I think that shit's real. Like, even like... No, Vegas, it happens. Like, people die yeah, and like stuff. But do you think... Thing, the Vegas thing was like a real, like, just some, like, you can watch the surveillance cameras with that, some crazy... I know, crazy but do you guy. think he was a, a government-hired guy? And uh, just to preface right now, rest in peace to everyone who was involved in these. I don't yeah. want to, like, I don't want to sound heartless just, or anything. No, it's just a matter of, like, looking at the truth and figuring out what, where, who actually caused the issue. Is the issue, like, well, I guess what you're asking from of what I think is what you're asking is that, is the issue that you have a lone gunman that's off doing some crazy things on his own, or is it that he's a hired gunman from, yeah, from the, the from government. government to basically do some crazy shit so, uh, in, yeah. order, in order for the government then to turn around and... Guns are bad. Take away guns completely. Look yeah, what happens when, when people look, do guns. And they're making these things more heinous. They keep upping each other. Yeah. Because the first, first one was Columbine. Because it's not, it's, not even like, it's not even so much like the... It's like, and when you think of the government, it's like you have, there's different factions of the government. Like you have, you have the federal, like in the States, for instance, you have the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which just investigates crimes. That's yeah. all they do. They don't prosecute. They don't do anything. Yeah. They just investigate. And then you got the secret, secret CIA, uh, CIA? CIA, Central Intelligence Central Agency, Central Intelligence Agency, which is another agency that basically just basically does their own shit. They're not even governed by the government. You got they the DEA their, too. They, got, they run their own. They run their, their own. own their own jurisdiction. Their it's own kind of wild, actually. Their own, their own stuff. They're basically run, they're they're like they're renegades. They basically have secret operations that no that governments don't even know about. Like the actual like politicians that actually are supposed to be That's a, fine. in charge that don't know about. Right. Yeah. There's also black uh, Blackwater. Blackwater's one. That's like a private military. Black, like yeah. Private. You can hire Blackwater. Yeah. For yeah. like rich guys to just hire these with these guys. Yeah, these militias to go do things, do their dirt work for them. Yeah. I could hire, we could hire Blackwater if we wanted if to, we I had think. Millions of dollars, yeah, I if guess. we had enough money, we could have our own private army. Um, but no, you're just talking about factions of government. Yeah. What, what was your point with that? Well, that I was trying to say is that like when people say, oh, the government's doing it, it's not, may not necessarily be your political government or the people that you put into office. It's, it's, oh, there's it's, other guys pulling the it's, strings. There's other guys pulling the strings on the other side that you didn't put in office. Yeah. The CIA are not people that you put into office, yet they have more power than the actual government, uh, than the government people that you do put in office. Yeah. Which is a little scary. Like, how do you have someone who has more power than the actual electal, elected officials? You know? I know that's who pulls the strings. It's wild. Yeah, like who, who, who controls that stuff, right? So. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, politics is just getting it's getting dirty now. Like, it's you know, kids don't know about politics. They don't know what's happening there. Like, they don't even know what like uh, what ask a kid what first like, past the post is. Like, is he gonna know what this is? Which one? Like first past the post. Like like certain things in politics, like Canadian politics. Like who's the speaker? Like who's like things like that. Yeah, Mr. Speaker. Like who is the speaker? 
He's like, just a mediator. He's just, just a mediator, like yeah, a judge. They have to thing. say, "Hey, Mr. Speaker." They, yeah, they but, talk to the but, speaker, and then what they saying, all talk to each what other. What I'm saying is, is that, and not, I understand who the speaker is in terms of like the house, but who is the speaker? Is it an elective official? Like, who is this mediator is that who, everyone has to talk to? Oh, because it's like a I don't big, know how he gets into it's his like a, position. It's like a it's like a he's high always, government power. Yeah, he's like he's like almost more powerful than 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 because you have the speaker who's like almost like your judge. And then you have the political parties on each they side that argue each, yeah. each other. Through him, though. Through him. Hey, Mr. Speaker, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think they he just might be a mediator. Like, I don't, th- I don't think he has any power other than to mediate. It'd be like, I think you could take a random person, and if you had them study law or whatever. So is it just a lawyer? Is it a judge? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. The, the no, way. it could be just a random guy who's, like, good at not having arguments. Like, yeah, this guy's freaking good at, like, solving everybody's problems. Okay, put him but as a mediator. But they don't even say anything. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. Maybe we need to go back to school oh, and get taught man, that. We need I guess. to go back yeah. to school and learn how the house works. You yeah, know, I like, guess so. And how that, how that, and that's an interesting setup too because they just argue back and forth. I'm just like, at what point? Like, how does this even work? Like, aren't you supposed to figure out what the problems are and figure out solutions to the problem, not just refute the other person and say, yeah, your your problem, your your solution sucks. No, your solution sucks. No, your solution sucks. Well, let's figure out a solution that works for everybody. You know, like, and actually look at the look at the society as a whole, and not just trying to step on everybody. You know, Stevie, I'm just uh, typing to our audience here who is on live with us. Yeah, I'm just telling them that uh, what happened with the 360, and that they could catch the episode. Yeah, but they could you video. could do that later. It doesn't need to be right now. Well, no, we had we had people on there. Like how many? Uh, There's a decent amount at one point, and it just died right when they went on. So I'm just telling them. Yeah, that's perfect. But like. Yeah, maybe we'll post that next time when you do the post in the beginning. What do you mean? I think we do that first, yeah. Like, from the post as it goes up. Yeah. Yeah, because now all of a sudden now we're talking about it on the show. Oh, and okay. and stuff in the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There you go. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no worries. No worries. So what were you saying, Stevie? I don't even know. We were talking about indoctrinating the kids and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. But we were talking about you would say no to teaching guns in school. Yes. Correct. Correct. All right. And I was talking about then false flag events. Yeah. I was like, do you think that they use false flags? And you were going off about are these people rogue? Are these people not rogue? Yeah. Like, are they hired by the government? And then you're going on levels of government. So when you say, because people would say, oh, the government did it. But like. You have the, the your, your elected government and your secret government are two different forms of government. Like there's the elected government is like the head that you just constantly rotate and remove and switch around and kind of play me- like musical chairs with. So you, you never know who's really in power. But the people who are in power pulling the strings are over here. They're always in power. They always stay in there. You think they're corporate guys? Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah, like, a lot of those so guys like you got to look at it, like, for instance, uh, if you want to follow, like, the Kosh brothers, for instance, if you go and follow those guys, those guys really studied how to infiltrate um, organizations. Kosh? K-O-C-H? K-O-S-H. Yeah, yeah. Kosh, maybe C-H. No, I, think it, I think it's S-H. I don't know. Kosh brothers. But they, they um, what they did is they basically learned how to infiltrate organizations with schools first. So they took on schools and they started to do the change the 
the literature and the indoctrination in terms of what they're teaching, how they're teaching, by the ways of in, uh, uh, how they invest the money and how they put their certain people in, and then they started hiring their own pe their own staff members, and started people who are working in the schools that also are on their payroll. Yeah. And so they start they start they practiced with the school systems, in terms of like how they can manipulate school systems first. And once they figured out how to do it with the school systems, they went and turned around and did it with the government systems. Wild. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like crazy how they do that. Like, yeah, what what how like what countries have they done this in? This is in the states. Kosh brothers. The Kosh brothers. Yeah. Jeez. In the states, so like they were doing this with a bunch of schools and stuff like that, where they were investing, and they you know like when you have when you have large investments for your school coming from one specific company. They kind of they kind of nudge you to like, hey, you should. You teach need this. to do this. You yeah, need yeah, to do yeah. that, or and else like, we'll pull the funds, and you're not going to yeah, new track and because field. Because they want they like, oh, we, we you know, and they play it off as like, oh, we need you to teach people, the, you know, certain things for our company because we want you know we want to hire students hire from students from companies, so let's start teaching these things, molding them really young, and start molding them right, and yeah. start molding the school. So the school starts to basically change their curriculum and change the way they're teaching, yeah. based on the way that the income is coming in. Wow, so now it's wild. the money that's basic. So they did that to basically learn how to manipulate, manipulate the systems. They would have had to have had a lot of money though, like millions oh, of dollars. Oh, they got millions of dollars, bro. These guys are like, these guys are loaded, yeah. like tons of money. So then they start doing that with the schools because in the schools, a smaller, it's a smaller controlled environment. You can do it with smaller, smaller, smaller little districts and districts stuff. and like see what you can do and learn how to manipulate it. And then once you learn how to do that, then you can take that model place it on government and place it on government and that's how they move the government and this is where and this is where a lot of the problems were they were oh, saying like crazy. governments shouldn't be allowed to, like government shouldn't be allowed to have lobbyists from corporations and I'm just like and I agree like I think realistically there's a couple things that I think for instance in government should be looking at doing in terms of changing the way that they do the way that uh, corporation has involvement in government is one if if a corporation is going to lobby a... What's uh, lobbying for those who don't know? For people who don't know what lobbying is, is basically a politician is basically getting a salary from a company uh, or a donation uh, for their campaign. But in order to get that donation or campaign, they need to basically push a specific agenda law or agenda that they're supposed to do. So they'll talk with a company and they say, yeah, you know what, we can support your cause, but you have to, these are the things that we want in order. So if you can, you if you can uh, push towards these specific agendas that we want, which will we'll, benefit us as a company, we'll give you. We'll hit you up with that X amount we'll of millions. We'll give you. We'll give you. You know the extra two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, right? For for your campaign. For your campaign, right? But like, and that was the problem with Hillary. Is Hillary was getting so many, so many of these. She's worth like two hundred fifty million dollars now. After that. Yeah, she was getting like so many of these these uh, corporate companies that were giving her money that people were like, who is she working for? Is she working for the corporations or is she working for the people? Because the people aren't paying her. You know, like, they're not paying her. Like, I know, that's the funny thing. You, you want to hire in a, a massive liberal or a Democrat or like a straight up like socialist type person? Yeah. They're being manipulated by corporations, like complete opposite of what you actually want to have in power. It's like the complete polar opposite. Yeah, I know, but you can't, you can't compete unless you have that money. So it's just like, it's a weird system. So realistically, what should happen, what should happen they is should that, have to like, declare their sponsors. They should we have to a corporation should not be allowed to lobby a, a candidate 
particularly. It should have to go through an actual person. So that way what happens is if like, if a person, and this is where I think you can actually get around this. So like if the owner of a corporation wants to support a politician, they should have to push the money through their personal bank account and then into the politician. So then you can at least tax them on that as a personal income. Then you'll start to notice that a That's lot, less, go down a little a lot bit. less people will be basically supporting specific politicians unless they... And then let's really, say, I'm not paying that tax bill. I'm not paying that like all like because if their tax bill was like you know they have like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar in their tax bracket and all of a sudden they want to give two hundred fifty thousand dollars to to X Y Z candidate that means that they have to take two hundred fifty thousand dollars put it into their personal account then give which it is to dividends them, out of their company which is dividends out of their company which, which is taxable tax now they're gonna have to pay tax and then to that. gift that money to somebody so or give it you got to pay tax on that as well yeah, I believe. so that all of a sudden they're just like they're getting double taxed i'm not doing that but what to go straight from a corporation to that person they write it off as a, a taxable donation yeah i right? know so then what happens is they're not paying taxes and they it. can get tax rebates uh with it so it's which a good a, thing which is yeah for the corporation for the corporation which yeah. is which is what the problem that's a smart is. loophole though i'm not mad at which that one? i think that's a sick loophole if if you were a rich person who wanted to get like something pushed through all right here's x y do it i think that's a smart loophole for the corporation for the corporation yeah yeah it's a very big and who do you think created the loophole the corporations, the corporations yeah. because they basically lobbied the people to create the laws to, to allow that to happen. To allow that to happen, yeah. Right. So this is where the issue comes in because you have people creating laws that benefit themselves, not the people. Yeah, no, I so see the that. People are getting are getting hooped. Yeah. And people don't know this because they don't get taught this in school. They're not going to teach that in they're school not though, teach that. because so, they're the same people who own the. I, I full on believe that massive corporations own the school board completely, which yeah. we were just talking about. <laughs> they do. Yeah, because it all boils back. Let's keep these people dumb so they don't change this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about following the money, right? Yeah. And the other side of the thing is, so the other thing I think that they should look at changing as well is uh, prisons for profit. I think anything that has a political or a, a, a public agenda attached to it, I don't think... Shouldn't be privatized? Should, Privatize, I don't mind, but not profit. It has to be non uh, non-profit organizations. So, like, so, like, for instance, if uh, if let's say a, a prison warden, you know, was making money off of having prisoners in his in his in his shop, which which they do, they make money. So obviously they want more prisoners. Oh, they want more prisoners. So they want there. more yeah, prisoners. Yeah. So they want more prisoners. I wonder in, how much the prisoner is worth. Yeah, but they they they're probably worth a lot, but they probably don't pay much for them, right? Like no, if, you're, if you're a prisoner, you're saying you're worth, you know, 50,000 a year or even let's say 30,000, 40,000 a year for yeah. one prisoner. Right. But it might only cost me $20,000 because I'll cut. I'll, I'm not going to give you all $30,000. So I'm going to cut it down to about only paying you 20,000 or even whatever to actually manage you. That means the prison will make another $10,000 profit on every single person. Where's the money coming from? The public. We have so to pay raped, for that. Yeah, so they rape the public. So they tax the public for prisoners yes. for a private company. So if you look how fucked up that is, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden you got like now, now who's going to lobby the politician to make stricter rules and laws? The cops, the police. No, who's going who's gonna to lobby the politician to make stricter laws so the police can go and arrest more people and put them in jail? 
Oh, the, the prison the prison, owners. The yeah, prison, the prison owners. owners. Yeah, they'll yeah. take that profit that they made and they'll go back and they'll put that money towards... It's just like a marketing budget. It's a marketing budget, right? And so now... Well, like a really direct targeted one, like I give my shit out of this one. Yeah, I give big time shit out of it. Like, like, and who pays for that? <laughs> the taxpayers pay for that. Like, and these are the type of things that people are just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm like, yeah, you're getting fucking hooped. You're getting majorly hooped, like big time. So realistically, like prisons should not be allowed to make a profit in a sense that like you, it, it, every dollar that comes into the prison needs to be allocated and needs to be budgeted for and needs to be allocated as a nonprofit organization. So if the warden wants to make three, five, five hundred thousand dollars a year, fine. Give yourself five hundred thousand dollars a year if that's the way you want to run your prison, but you're being taxed on five hundred thousand dollars. You're not getting taxed as a hundred thousand dollar employee or whatever and then having a prison that's making you you know seven hundred you know a million i, don't, I wonder how much profit. a private prison owner makes probably oh, a lot man, more they they're millionaires okay are these bro. are these like single individual people or are these corporations that own them they're corporations bro yeah but can a private person like if you if steve andy's wanted to buy a prison right now in louisiana probably, any, but yeah I'm can anyone sure. just be like yo yeah. where where do you find that like how much are all the prisons worth like can you just google that you'd have to build it what you'd have mean? to have the you'd have to have the money to be able to build. A no, prison. are these prisons for sale? Like to go and buy a prison? Yeah, San Quentin is for sale right now. I'm, I'm sure. You can, I'm sure you can go buy a prison. Like the private prisons, you should be able to buy a prison. It's like any other. It's like any other uh, asset. Are you sure? There has to be some. Like not anyone can own an NFL team. I don't think just anyone can order a uh, own a prison. Why, why can't anyone own an NFL team? There's like certain stipulations. It's, it's, it's kind of like Ferrari. It's like um, not anyone can own certain Ferraris. I thought, I thought with an NFL team, you can't open up a new NFL team. You can't open up a new franchise. But you can, you can buy a specific, like I could buy the Eagles. If I had enough money, I could buy that team. I but I can't get I a new team. I don't know. Like you're saying that the commissioner can say, no, I, that sale's not allowed. You're not allowed Probably, to sell yeah. that. Sell that, that team to, to, this, to person, this guy. Probably, I don't yeah. like that guy. Fuck that owner. Yeah. I don't want him on my. I don't want him buying a team. Yeah, probably. I can definitely see that. It says uh, this is Business Insider in 2011. The title is now you can buy a prison in Texas for five million. That's five million dollars. That's in bro. 2011. That's in 2011. I don't know what the profit is though. Um, here's an offer that's hard to refuse. The town of Littlefield, Texas is auctioning off its medium security detention facility, selling it the highest bidder above $5 million opening bid. Um, the five-building complex sleeps 383 inmates, comes with gym, maintenance, shed, armory. They're a uh, lot per the listing. It's listed. It's, it's, like, naming, it's like naming off like Their amenities. Their amenities, like it's like a fucking yeah. hotel, right? Hey, yeah, yeah, you get this, and how much money does it make? It's not telling you. It's saying... Um, you can figure it out from the numbers, though. Yeah, if they're selling it for... No. No, no, You can no. figure it out from the numbers from and tell how many, how many beds it has. Oh, yeah. Right? So how many beds it has, and then you figure out how much they get per prisoner. 383. Yeah, so 383 beds, and how, many, how much they get per prisoner, and then what's their overhead. 383. Right? Well, I divide that by... I go 5 million divided by 80, 83, or 383. Right? Because it'll be one year, five million would be about one yeah, year, one be... year's worth of operation, or is it two years? I have, yeah, we don't know. Don't know. You'd have to figure out the back end story. Yeah, right? we'd have to. But figure well, out the it comes down to the point that that becomes that's why it's a per person it's, type it's thing. A, it's a per person just thing, like and it's a business, and that's how it works. And these businesses will then just lobby 
these politicians to make rules and laws and regulations in order for them to... So, putting this all back together in one nice little sandwich, we're talking about things that aren't taught, taught in the school system. So, we covered just now <laughs> prisons. Should, Prison. should we teach children how prisons work? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, and then before that, we're talking about guns. Dude, we're man, talking prisons. Most, most people, regular people, don't even know how prisons work. They don't even understand. And that's just in the States. Like, I don't know how, like, in here in Canada and stuff like that, it's a completely different system. Totally different system, completely yeah. Completely different system because most of the stuff is closer to socialism than anything. The government owns most of the stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And operates and runs most of that stuff. So yeah. the problem that we have in Canada is that you have uh, too many social systems and not enough corporations to pay for them is what ends up happening. So and then the people just get the shit taxed out of them and then well, the thing is, there's is no money they, anywhere? They, they, they live off of each other and people forget that. So if your socialist system goes up too high... Taxes go way up. The taxes go way up, but these people, there's not enough corporations to pay for the taxes. Yeah. Right? So then all of a sudden you have to become a little bit more conservative and let more corporations thrive for a bit. And then corporations start making money and then you start taxing, more people start working in corporations instead of the, so the government systems. You know, so like the, the people will go back and forth between working for the government. You'll, ever, you'll notice this when there's no, no money. People go private and people go government. When there's no money in private industry, people go get government jobs. Yeah, I know because, because it's, it's safe guaranteed and yeah, money, yeah, yeah, but guaranteed they forget money. that them just like the government. Who pays the government? The corporations. Yeah, I know. So if the corporations aren't making any money, the government doesn't have any money, and that's what's happening right now in our in our society. You you start looking at it like the squeeze is on in Edmonton. The squeeze is on. Like I've never I've never seen so many people. They're pinching pennies, man. Pinch so many pennies and sweat so many balls because they're just like, Ugh, we need to start charging Saint Albert and Leduc and Beaumont and. And insured park money for these amenities like the Telus World of Science and the zoo and all this stuff. I'm just yeah. like, well, don't you charge them when they come an to admission, the zoo? Yeah. An admission cost? Like, yeah, no, they're double taxing them like on it because they're short money. Like, and, they're, they're and then the other side, I'm just like, oh, they're getting the water and stuff. I'm like, well, why are they getting water and not paying for water? Yeah, just make them pay for the water. Just make them pay for the that. water. Like, I don't understand not why. Not tax them on it. Yeah, I know. You know, like, make them pay for the water. You know? if, like, if, if I were getting taxed with something, I wouldn't want to have to pay to use it still. <laughs> yeah. Didn't I pay for this in my taxes? Like, why am I <laughs> paying it at the free? door? Yeah. Like, shouldn't I be allowed to come in for free? Like, why am I paying this money to come use this set, this, this facility, this facility, or whatever right? it is? Yeah. So, like, they're getting, they're, they're pinching the pennies right now, heavy. Like, heavy, it's heavy, heavy, heavy pinches. Heavy, yeah, heavy pinching. It's happening. I see it which, crazy right which now. Which means that it's gonna be a trickle effect now, right? And so, like, people who are accustomed to having their boats and their their cottages and their they're nice, huge, big trucks. That's already happened, space. man. Those and are people, all going back. Those, those will start to go back. The, the dealership will start taking their, their boat back. The dealership's going to start taking their, their truck back because their payments are not coming. But then the dealership now has a, stuck lot, with this. a lot full of vehicles that they can't sell because nobody's buying anymore because everyone's foreclosing at the same time. So now they're not making any money. And then all of a sudden, it's just a trickle effect where obviously next person, next person, next person. So and it all falls are, down on people. The people who are going to be the safest are the ones that are used to being poor. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm just like, oh, it doesn't change for me. I'm still poor. <laughs> you know, still or the people with all the money. I think it's the middle people who get screwed the most. Yeah. People with all the money have avoided that completely. The poor people, they don't, I'm not even sure if they care. 
Like you're just well, like, I'm used to this. No, it's I think whatever. Even with the people with all the money, they still cut their they still cut their losses. They still have a lot of the money. But yeah, they're but they're not, not destitute. They're, is they're, what I'm saying. They're not making as much. They yeah. basically just cut their they cut the losses. They cut the limb off, and they just like oof. I'm just like okay. So yeah, my portfolio one tanked. Whatever. Okay, on to the next one. Lay off lay off all these people. I'm not paying them anymore because they're not giving me a return. Yeah. So just lay them off, and we'll just kind of just run it. You know, skeleton for a bit skeleton crew for a bit and keep it just keep you know just, just keep, keep the lights on and yeah keep the lights on and like turn it off and maybe run the water a little bit i'm talking i'm talking like more like higher up higher up like a walmart type people or stuff like that like the big big money like do they really fully affect like oh yeah yeah oh yeah man their bills are way higher man That's yeah i know i know but it's all, everything's look, relative you gotta look at it like a walmart for instance like a walmart might not all of a sudden have its people come in and buy shopping at Walmart anymore because there's no money to buy at Walmart. Or they might make more money because now all of a sudden people want the cheap goods. Every, yeah, I know, I know. Like, uh, so it's, in, it's, it's interesting, like it's yeah. how, what, what will happen, right? In a, in a downturn market, I like coming from a food and beverage background, um, your fast food places tend to do a little bit better in uh, harder economic times. Yeah. Yeah. Your young browns, your fat, your fast food places do much yeah. better than sit-down restaurants, simply yeah. for convenience, but more so for price point. Yeah, because people are all agitated as is; they don't want to sit down and be served and do this. They just want their food and out, right? That's one reason. The other reason is, we can spend eight dollars on dinner tonight, or 100. we can't. We can't really go and spend sixty bucks tonight. Sorry, yeah. babe, we're getting Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> like what do you want chocolate or vanilla frosty yeah. like what do you have yeah. that's dessert yeah, we're tonight. gonna we're gonna do the burger king free burger king or burger king for a penny thing yeah we basically download the burger king app and then go to mcdonald's and then or you this is this is crazy marketing from burger king they did that they did this so burger king had wow they trolled app. mcdonald's they trolled that McDonald's. bad so what happens is is that no if, they didn't yeah if you have they a, hate each other if you have a burger king app on your phone and you go and you geotag. So basically, you go into McDonald's parking lot. You can order your Burger King burger on your phone for a penny. And you can go and pick it up. At McDonald's. Not at McDonald's. Oh. But like you basically order it from McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, how mad would McDonald's be? It would be a be? penny. They say, yeah. So instead of basically getting a McDonald's burger, you can get a Burger King burger for a penny. From McDonald's? No. Oh, from you just have to be at McDonald's to act to unlock the penny burger. So what happens is, is that what Burger King on their thing on their geotags, all these people are basically Burger King people that are surrounding McDonald's, McDonald's to order their burgers and then going, <laughs> then going to Burger King to get their food. Do you think it's two guys? Like let's say two best buddies. Like someone owns Burger King, another guy owns McDonald's, and they're just messing with each other on like a high level troll. Like they just play with each other. Yeah, like like, like they text each other after that. They're like, hey, you know your location and this, this, and this. You know, do you see how many Burger King guys were there? Like, I would do that to you. That's hilarious. <laughs> but like, we're all billionaires, so like at this point, we don't care. Yeah. Like we're just toying around with each other. Do you think that was a serious jab at McDonald's? Like, was that like, let's go for the throat, or was it a playful thing? Yeah, I don't know. They just like, I don't know how that business works, right? Yeah, like, I have no at idea. that point, like too, like, who are you really hurting? Because McDonald's is like making their money off the franchises they're not making money off the stores each the it's the store the franchise are, fee and all fran that yeah. yeah the franchises are from the owners right it's the owners are the ones that are getting hurt from that not from that yeah not even mcdonald's corporate <laughs> mcdonald's corporate's making they have to make they're their making percentage. their money anyway you gotta, yeah. you gotta pay them for the name yeah right so their mcdonald's corporate is still still rolling in the dough yeah you know it's the it's the it's the mcdonald's owner 
that's the one that's getting it. getting hurt from that thing. Getting but that's hit. hilarious, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He's affecting a lot of people, I think. I don't know. But okay, okay. so we're going back to things in school. Like things that should be... Okay, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can keep talking. Yeah, yeah we're, so we're just talking about things that should be taught in school. Okay. Right? And uh, we had guns. And I'm just saying, like, these are, these are certain things that I was asking you about. Yeah. But, like, so we talked about guns and the, the safety. Yeah, should politics be taught I in think school? Politics should be taught. Should in law school. be taught in school? Law should be taught in school because, like, we kind of de- we kind of delved into that I'm a little just bit. Like, yeah, I'm just like, we're supposed to all follow these laws, but yet we don't know where we can find these laws. Like, that's the we- there's some weird stuff that like everyone's supposed to abide by, like rules and regulations that no one actually talks about or has access to. We have access, but where it's do not- you get access to it? Where do you get access to your law books? You got to go. They're online now. Are they? Or every single law? Probably, yeah. Online? Yeah, probably in PDF format, yeah. You think so? Yeah. They're not in these big, huge books? like in some. They're way. in both, probably both. Yeah. Yeah, you can pull up full-on laws, yeah. This is ridiculous. I can't even believe it. Like, and how long did it take before you can abolish the law? I have no idea. You know, like, when does spitting on the street become a law that can be abolished? Like, that's a, you know, like... I don't, I'm not sure if spitting's on a street's a law or a bylaw. They're two different things. Yeah. Who knows? You know, like... Yeah, you can break bylaws. When you start breaking laws, that's when shit gets weird. But there's <laughs> weird laws out there. Like, you can't have sex on a Monday after 8 p.m. in, like, some weird little town in Nebraska and, like, things like that. Like, there's weird, there's weird laws that are out <laughs> because there. Because other people will hear you and then makes them all upset. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, these weird little laws that actually can get broken. Like, like you can Google, like, weirdest laws on the planet. But yeah, I think law should be a thing. But how deep do you go to the rabbit hole with law? Because people study their whole lives. And what age do you teach this at? Like, do you teach kids basic laws? What about interactions with police? Do you think that should be taught? Okay, if you ever get pulled over, this is what you do. Oh, yeah. I think that's so that people, like, know what the rules are for that. To, for their I've own never, safety. I've never been taught that. I've never been taught, you know, like... You can say this. You can't do that. You can't do this. Put your hands on the wheels. What your rights are. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, what, like, are, what are your I, rights? I've, I've gotten I've gotten into arguments with cops where the guys like literally shit on my rights, and I'm like, dude, I'm just like, you're sh- you can what you're doing right now is a hundred percent illegal, like illegal. Like you broke the law so hard that I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, and, and a lot of these officers they just don't. They just think that they're above the law and they can do whatever they want. And they I don't say, even think. Do you think? Do you even think they know what the law is and they know they're breaking it? They're like, "Yo, man, we're really fucking with this guy's day. This is bad." Or well, do you think, I think they just, get caught? I think they get caught because sometimes, like, I've I've been almost like, "Dude, you can't do that." Yeah. Like you can't. Like for instance, like you can't arrest someone if you don't have anything to arrest them for. No, you can't. No. You can't. There's so, like, a probable seen, cause of some sort. Of some sort, right? So I'm just like. There's, there's certain things that they can't do. Well, I think you can arrest someone if there's a description out for said person and they arrest the wrong person. Yeah, but they'd have to arrest you and they'd have to book you. Yeah. Like, but to just arrest you, you know, like, uh, like there's certain things like if a cop comes up to you and says, uh, you know, give me your ID. I'm just like, well. Who are you? I'm just like, why do I need to give you my idea? Am I being arrested? Yeah. You know, like. Or am I being detained? Is am I, I being what detained? You say? Am I being detained? And it, for those of you on the camera listening like, right now, this isn't, I don't want to say this is, this, this is, is not advice. It's not advice. I'm not saying this is advice at all. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even saying, like, I just I don't want viewers to go out there. People, people can even, like, if there's police officers watching this, maybe you can kind of let me know because, like, from my understanding, you can't basically just, like, detain someone's identification or who they are unless you are basically 
charging them with something. You know, like if you're charging them with there's something. A, there's, a, uh, there's actually something called the Terrorism Act. And you can actually just arrest anyone for no reason. And the reason is that we think they're a terrorist. So, but you'd have to arrest them. Yeah, you can point. still do that. Yeah, you can, So they, they have to charge me. It's like you can't, you can't take my ID and not charge me with something. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can't just say, oh, I just want to know who you are. I'm like, well, no, you don't need my ID for that. I'll tell you who I am. Yeah, that's a sticky subject. I'm not sure if that's if that. You got, can't do that. I'm not sure if that got changed. We have to present ID. It's now. not. We don't live in communist Russia, man. I don't need to be carrying know, around I ID. I know. I'm not. Everywhere. I'm not sure if that. I'm not sure if that's been changed or not, right? though, because I know this was an argument so like, for a while. Because the thing is, is that they can ask you for the ID if yeah. they're charging you with something. So, but it, just a random hey, what's but a your random, ID, sir? It's like it's like that whole, uh, you know. Oh no! Look at this. Because you can't do that for somebody. I'm just like, are you charging me with something? Oh no no! I just want to know who you are. I'm like, well, it's uh, not. I'm no. sorry. No, it's not. Not unless you try. Because this is why I don't. This is me personally why I don't like it. Because police officers write everything in their little books. Yeah. Okay. So when they write everything in their little book, whether I'm charged for something or not, I'm now on record. Yeah. And that record it follows is not, you forever. That record has nothing to like. It, it goes into a record that when they t they go back and they type it into a computer system, my name is now attached to a record that I can't see, but only police officers can see. You have no idea what's on. It's on that little it's computer. Because on a note in a computer. Their little private in their, thing. In their little private thing. Database, so all of a sudden yeah. it says, "Yeah, I, I pulled over Steve one time, and I thought he was a jackass, and he did this and did fuck that. Fuck this guy's day up. Fuck this guy. Yo. You know, if you see that guy, fuck. And all they have to do at that point is just type in your name." And every Everything single pops note up. pops yeah, yeah. up. And I'm like, is that legal? Is that legal that these guys can have private notes on each other? Yeah, they can, and, yeah. That's but you know illegal. what I'm saying? I can write private notes about you. It's not illegal. It's kind of weird. It's not Dude, illegal, but I, what I'm saying is, is that I don't want to be on that fucking list. I used to be a well. I used to be a bouncer a long time ago, and there's secret codes that bouncers have. Well, that, even even the bar bars, thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we write stuff. Well, write I'm not a bouncer they, anymore, but yeah, you would. You used you to write, write notes about people on the stuff. So when they in. see it, yeah, don't let that guy in. He's, you know, like he he spits on people or he he does whatever. Yeah, I had to kick so many people out because of that bar scan. Guys, ID would get scanned, and the big thing would pop up. I'd be like, and you'd read it. I'd be like, excuse me, sir, you're actually not allowed in here, brother. Yeah. Uh, why not? Well, it's. You just can't come in. I'm sorry. But the <laughs> thing is, is like, and this is the thing, like, because like, they can write whatever they want in there. So all of a sudden, you can write a whole story that that's totally made up. not even be true. It, in the bouncing community, it's 99% true. Mm, I don't know. I, I would. I've, yeah. I've, I've been. I've been. I've been part of that uh, that bar thing, and I was, uh, and the story that was written on me was not 100% true. Okay, everything's perspective, but like everyone has a different perspective. But uh, all I'm saying is. It may be their truth to you, like to them, it might be their truth. I, I think one in a hundred people legit dicks with people. Yeah. Like in order to get on a bar ban in or a bar th written up there, you got to be a pretty big asshole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to get written up. So I think it's very like very few and far between. Well, you just, gotta, you just got to piss one guy off. Who a guy, a, a guy who has access to that thing. So anybody who anybody who works on the bar uh, on the. Uh, yeah, even like a, some, even any like a bartender. A bartender could dick off, around in that. Yeah. He gets pissed off, and he's like, "Fuck, I don't like that guy." And he takes your screw his day around. Yeah. Screw his day around. All of a sudden, he bar he bans you from the bar and puts you on his bar bar ban, and then writes up a whole nasty story about how you know whatever. Yeah. You can write whatever he wants. Yeah, I know. I know. The cops can do that too. And the cops do that too. Yeah, and 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 all that is is in notes in their back end. 
I don't want to be on the notes, is what I'm saying. So unless I'm being they charged have to record, with something. They have to record everything. Right, but unless I'm being charged. I don't want nothing to do with I don't notes. want my name on that notes. Tell them that and see what they say next time you get pulled over. Yeah. I wonder what would happen. Well, if I get pulled over, they're, they're charging me with something. No, cops can still pull you over. They do it all the time. Which? They'll say your light's not working. And yeah, then they'll pull but you over. they've got to charge me for the light. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta. Yeah, but they're still gonna write. Ticket. They still have to radio back. Hey, we just pulled over X Y Z, da 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 da, yeah, two thousand yeah. whatever, da da da, license plate, da da da, Steve Andes, da da. They still have to radio that. I'm not sure if they take notes at that time. Yeah, that's part of the notes. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> that is the notes. So your interaction, your interaction with them when you get pulled over and he opens up his door no, and walks to you. No, I'm not talking you. about being pulled over because when you're pulled over, you have to. They have to make sure you're driving with an automated with a. With a license. Yeah, no, but you're not just you're, randomly on the street. I know, but you're not going ask you for something. I know, but your shit's ask. still going to pop up, though. That's what I'm saying. They're still gonna, they're st- you're, you're in their back end computer. That stuff's still going to pop up when they pull you over, like while driving. Yeah. Right? And then they, they talk to you, they see how you are, and then they go back to their computer and write all the notes, right? Right. Yeah, Steve guy's a fucking asshole. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so that's when they write those notes. Even with, even if you're not getting charged or are getting charged, because he could still let you off for the ticket, right? Because you could be real nice to him or whatever. I don't know. And he goes back to his car. He's like, yo, this Steve's guy's not, not bad dude. Like, you know, he, he didn't really know he was wrong, and I'm just going to let this one pass. <laughs> Writes that little note. Hey, Steve, you know what? This is a warning, da 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 yeah. You think that happens? Yeah. Do you think? I you, probably less than, less, uh, well, less probably than, not as often, but they have to probably report, they report everything that they do. Yeah. But my point is, is that with the computer system now, if someone wants to look up, look up me or look up you, they don't have to look up a record anymore. It's on a computer database. It's on a computer right? database with notes about shit that may not necessarily <coughs> be, be true. true. Yeah. That's just I, basically interactions. I think you'd have. Which is like, I'm just like, is that, is that allowed? Like, how long is that allowed to stay there? Is that legal? Like, I think we put up more information about ourselves willingly on our Facebook's accounts than the police, you know, then we'd be worried about that. I mean, if you're worried about that, like them taking notes on you, you're either a highly skilled criminal and you just don't want anyone to know, or you're just kind of cuckoo. Yeah. Right? Like, they're not I really I just, writing I, too I much. Just don't, I just don't like my information. I, I don't like information out there that I don't know what it is. Yeah. Right. I know. I, I, I see your point as well. I fully and if see I, your if point. If I don't have access to it, why should you have access to it? Well, I technically don't, but you're talking about the cop. I'm talk, cop. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it's like if the, how can police have access to information that I publicly don't have access to? So it means they have privilege. You can't see your own record. You can't see your report. You can see your records. You can't see you the can't notes. You can't see the notes. They'd, you can't. No. If you were to go to the cop show. Are you serious? Yeah, the notes are internal. It's all internal information. It's, it's, if there's it's a police legal, officer right legal. now, can you, can you confirm, confirm, that. confirm, confirm or, or deny, deny that? Yeah. If there's a cop out there, confirm or deny that. I don't even think they're even allowed to. Like, confirm or, or deny that. That guy's going for, yeah, we got a secret database of like, oh, yeah. so we get back to each other. Yeah, yeah. You know it's there. I know it's there. I learned that whole system from the bar system. It's in that back end system where yeah, the cops are attached the cops to it. Too. Are attached yeah, to yeah, that, they see that it system as well. too. They can see that system too. Yeah, that's why you wouldn't And they have, an, they have a system on the inside that they where they write all their notes. Yeah, I know. Because they have those little pads. Yeah, I know. Those daily logs, right? And yeah. they write their daily logs and the thing, and then they take those daily logs and they input those input those daily logs into their computer, into their yeah. database. So their logs are in the database. Well, you know what? If you're going to look at the police as two things, if you're going to look at them as a business, I think that's extremely smart that they're taking notes of everyday happenings in the business. Well, that's, all, that's the their business. job. 
Yeah, they're not. They're they're not there to serve and protect you. They're pawns. Yeah, no, There's I know. Different levels. You no, got that's pawns. What I'm, I'm agreeing that with you. I'm saying show like, up after the crime has been committed. They take all the information in. They go to the station and then they type it all up and they put it into a database for someone to actually for someone really else figure out to to, to analyze together, based yeah. on the data and then do a data analysis on it. It's very rare. It's very very rare that a police officer will show up to a crime and while be the it's same in, guy while it's in actual progress. Yeah, yeah. It's very very rare. Yeah, it's they, very rare. You know, like if they show up at that, there's usually like there's usually like a, a thousand of them show up to kind the of same continue. time from a bank robbery shit. Yeah, or some shit. They'll come in and like, know, but, but it's very rare that like they show up and actually time, stop a crime. Yeah, it's, it's in it progress. Hardly ever happens that way. No, usually they just pick up the pieces. Pick up the pieces and then they take the data and they put it into the data and then they wipe their hands clean of it because it's not their. It's not, not the, the not the beat not, cops problem. It's not the beat cops problem. No, it's no. now it's it's now the he data analyst the and and the next prosecutors level. problem. Yeah. Right now they have to deal with it. Or there's like supervisors and stuff like that that got to go over it and, and district guys. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden if there's a politician, politician goes to to like his, his the, the the top cop and go, yo, what's up with your district, man? There's like so many crimes going on. How come you haven't solved any crimes and what's going on? Yeah, blah, blah, things blah. like that. Yeah. Like yeah, but it's all based on the data that's collected, right? So is this stuff that should be taught to children at a young age, and like policing? I know we like we can we can talk forever on rabbit holes. I'm just trying to bring it back to a conclusion. Yeah. Or like I'm just trying to bring it back. You think children should be taught this type of stuff? Yeah. How far are you take it? Oh. Yeah, because that's a rabbit hole that goes really deep. Okay, so we have guns. We have. Uh, we talked about law. Law. Yeah, we're going talking about, about taxes. Talking about taxes. Pol politi political. <laughs> The political system. The political system. The uh, policing system. The policing system. Right. Those are all. Those are all kind of. Uh, those are all things that affect everyone. Everyone that no one knows. Nobody how to knows really how do. they work with them. Yeah. Like why is? Why we even talked about planting. We talked about uh, growing plants. Plants. We were yeah. talking about that, weren't we, at yeah. the very beginning? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, we went on about home ec and stuff like that as well. I think automotives is something that should be taught. Like just basic automotive principles. Oh, like like. Changing oil. Yeah, changing oil and things and like, like that. And like tires and like um, yeah, those types of things. Yeah, spark plugs and things oh, like that. Spark plugs and windshield wipers. Yeah. Like things that... Even like, just how to use a tool. Like, dude, I've seen, I've seen dudes, like I've worked construction as well. I've seen dudes hold hammers in like nails. Like, eh. And I'm like, <laughs> what? How is that? Like, like they're, they're, they're hitting it like this. They're like... It's like, who taught you how to hold a fucking hammer? Like, what are you... You know what I'm saying? Like, just one hit that thing. Like, you're like... You know what I'm like? Wow. Like, just using basic tools. Like, basic, basic tools. Yeah. And like, like, if you were to ask a 14-year-old today what a Phillips head screwdriver is, what is he, what is he going to say? Does he know what it is? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know when, if this stuff's getting taught. And these are basic life skills. Like, I th Is this... A conspiracy, Steve Van Deest, to dumb down the population to a point where we're just like, have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy, I think yeah. it's called? Do you think we're on the cusp well, it's of that going, point? It's going to that point where like people just think about it, man. Like nobody Jeez. knows how to make a computer. Nobody knows how to like make any of the microwaves. Nobody knows how to like do any of this shit. Like, yeah. But it's shit we use on a regular basis, but nobody knows how to make it. How it actually works so and how to make it. If we lost all of our top guys or whatever... All, uh, where are we starting over? Where do you start over? How do you start? Like, do you know how to fucking put a circuit board together? Do you know how to like, you know, how any of this shit works? Like, all no idea. It just works. Just works. You just don't understand it. Like, it's like, 
Like, it's probably basic, simple, like, coding <coughs> and stuff like that, but, like... I don't know if it's basic, know. simple code. And no what's idea. basic, simple code? Like, that's subjective. Like, someone could read, like, 110111111101. Like, they could read a whole thing be like, yeah, yeah, this is an application that does this and this. You and me would look at it and be like, huh? And the guy would be like, this is the simplest code ever. What are you talking about? This is, you know, yeah. and we'd be like, uh, okay. This is only a six-digit binary code. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, this is, like, simple subjective, right? We'd be like, okay. All right. Yeah, right? So, But even then, like, you talk about binary code, people don't even know what binary code is. They don't understand that everything is based on binary code. Like, everything is based on ones and zeros, which means whether it's off or on. It's based on Which a is pulse. a bunch of off and ons. Yeah, yeah it's no, just it's a bunch of pulse. And it's basically, like, at what rate does the pulse turn off and on? At what rate does the electricity come off and on? Yeah, that's And a, then that's those every... And the, and then the rate that it comes off and on has a, has a numerical number or a code attached to it, which then represents a specific color or a specific thing uh, that's attached to that as well. Yeah. So everything has a code. That's why it just uh, technology just keeps jumping leaps and bounds because they just keep adding more codes into the system. To be able to operate with higher, uh, more efficiency. Yeah. Everything's just becoming more efficient. Yeah. To the point where I don't even know. Like and you can go for infinite number, like codes yeah. just go infinitely smaller. So like if the code for red is, is you know, zero, one, you know, like, or just like, just say, let's just say pick a number. We just say one, you can literally go one, one point zero, 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 one, or one point one or one point two. And you can go down infinitely. You're talking about the over. RGB? Every, oh, whatever. I'm just talking Yo, about. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just in code. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like codes can go infinitely in yeah. a negative perspective and infinitely in a positive perspective. Yeah, it's nuts. It doesn't so end. The codes never end. So you they just keep, get better. You just keep having to add to the codes and adding more and more codes to the database. And that's how the computer systems work. Yeah. But outside of like the understanding the basics of it, I don't know how to put it together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like just basic stuff. And we're just talking about we're just talking about using tools, let alone how to build a backup. Yeah, build a computer how to build, build an L thing, LED yeah. LED screen that runs on, on RGB and three colors I know it's nuts it's with, just three colors, pickles, yeah. with three pickles, colors yeah. you can mix them together in a way that create everything ever create every single every like color. millions of colors right yeah it's crazy someone figured that out and was able to do it with LED screen it's just nuts but <laughs> oh I know we could go on forever it boggles my mind yeah so school system do you think Steve Van Deest is it adequate for enough in Western I society think, I think with school system you have to look at not so much as the subject they need to change the way not so much as the subjects that they're teaching, but the applications at which they're teaching them. It no longer works to sit people down in a group or sit them down at a Where's table. Where's the evidence for that? Well, everyone, we all know everybody learns differently. We all know that. Not everybody Yeah, is there learns. enough funding to teach everyone different, differently? Because if you have a class of 20 people and four of them can only learn by this and five of them well, can learn by that. Well, then you start separating them. You start figuring out which Is there, not, is there so like, enough money for that, start, though, to have different teachers and they I, have whole different curriculums? I don't think so. You know, like start figuring out different teaching methods, right? And they say, do like, that all the time. These, they evolve it all the time. These people are audible learners, so let's put all our audible learners in with this teacher who teaches audibly. How do you teach, teach that? It. What do you mean? How do you figure out that's what's an audible learner That's what I think we need to... I think that's what we need to figure out who, one, start early... Earlier, figure out one, we need to figure out the different systems or different uh, ways of teaching. So it's not just indoctrinating everyone in, in a chair and forcing people to read or do whatever these things are. So one, we need to figure out on an early stage, which are the different methods of teaching. And then as you go, you start to push people into the, into the different ways that they learn best. 
So if kids are learning best What happens audibly, if you screw that up, though? Well, you do it through the grading system. What happens if you screw it up and the guy's actually not audible and he's like a thousand times better? And I think what the school system does is they try and do a large portion of that all in one. Like, it's not all audible. When you went to school, we did a lot of arts and crafts. We did a lot of shit with our hands. We used to sing songs to learn things, watch what? video. Yeah, we, Bill Nye the Science Guy, they'd throw Bill Nye on. Remember that? Because some people learned by how Bill Nye taught. Right? The teacher is like, I can't teach that. Like, the kids are going to love this one. They throw on Bill Nye, and we just know, Bill, 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 Bill Nye, science guy. And we learned some shit about, like, hydrogen and, you know? Yeah. Right? And then they do do experiments in chemistry class, and there's hands-on stuff. And I think they do it as a, sp a spread. I don't think it's, they just sit and teach. I think they do it as a spread on purpose. They already do that. Like, when I grew up, I knew that we did that. I never did that with me. No. It was always you, everyone went from one class to the next. I went to a no, private yeah. school, though. Well, that's probably why. And then they don't teach that in the public schools. Private schools are a little different, right? Because they know that people don't always learn in specific manners. Yeah, I went to a private school. But there's funding there because if you're going to a private school, so there's money to, in order to pay for that. My class sizes were small. You got individual coaching and teaching. Like, there was a lot. The tutoring. Yeah. Tutoring, yeah, yeah, tutoring, so you tutoring options. Tutoring options. You got basically learning through hands-on. You got learning through audible. You got learning through visual. You have uh, learning through reading. Um, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of different ways that actually can learn. Yeah, like if I ever have children, they're not going in a public system. Like not in the slightest. Would you homeschool them? Would you yeah, homeschool kids? I, I would either homeschool. I'd do a, a mixture of homeschool and send them to like a, a, a high-end private school. Mm -hmm. which I agreed with all the curriculum. I'm like, yeah, you could teach little Timmy that. <laughs> you could teach Timmy this. Because right? they, well, private, so they And I'm paying for that school, so I'm like, I'm like, uh, Timmy's not having this because I'm footing the bill for this so, shit. So, okay, so now we have, we have the different levels of schooling as well. So you have your private school, you have your public school, and you have your Catholic schools. And now Catholic schools, too, like that's an interesting concept. Like I haven't even seen very many Catholic churches around. I see more Christian churches than I see Catholic churches. That's subjective because it's what your mind is looking at. What do you mean? When you, when you say you're going to see some, more of something, you, you see more of it. Maybe. You, may, you might be correct. <coughs> Just notice more Christian churches than I do see Catholic yeah. churches, right? So, and, you know, like in Catholicism is kind of an interesting, an interesting That's a whole thing. other rabbit hole. That's a whole, whole other rabbit hole on its own, right? When you're looking at Catholicism and, and all of the idol worshiping that they're doing in that, which is kind of scary. Um, yeah, don't go down that rabbit hole, though. We're talking about <laughs> traditional school. But I'm just saying, you right got the, that's part of the school, though. Like, that's, just, that's, a, that's, a, major, school, yeah. that's a major, a major, uh, that's a not private, hole. though. That's uh, no. public, publicly financed, I believe. Yeah. Like, yeah, Christian schools are private. You have to pay to go to a Christian school. I don't think you have to pay to go to Catholic school. No, it's part of the system. You either, yeah. pay, you either go Catholic or public. Or, or public, yeah. yeah. But Christian's the, the private one. Yeah. Even Jewish ones, I think. Talmud Torah. They're private. They're private as well. Yeah, and yeah. then even like, uh, yeah, all of those schools are, are private. Yeah. You know, those organizations that like have it separated that way. That's wild because I don't think there's, are there any private public schools, like private but no... Uh, religious sect behind it because I went to a private Christian school. Are there private schools that don't have a religious basing behind it? That are just private? I'm sure there's like private corporate schools. Yeah. But most private, so that's the thing though, most private uh, schools like uh, usually have a Christian or like some sort of a Christian. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think there is a, a private school that doesn't have 
a religious sect behind it. Yeah. That I that I know of. Hmm. What about what about like big colleges like Ivy League, Yale, this that, whatever? What's there? Do they pray every day? Do oh, they're 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 like they run on the Christian side as well. They're Christian, yeah. Yeah, like even the governments are Christian, <coughs> right? They're wow. Christian, I don't. I don't. I've never been to Yale or been. I've never been. I'm not yeah. that smart. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really that smart. <laughs> yeah, so I've never been to an Ivy League school. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, I'd be interested to go check out an Ivy League school. Just walk in there and just kind of look around and see what it looks like. Probably be really cool. A lot of history there. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, we can. Yeah, we'll Ivy League. Forever. We so, can go on forever. So. Um, um, yeah, let's let's. Uh, we got a pretty good show in. Well, here we got to we got to wrap it up. We got to put it in the little box. Oh, here. little box, little, little box is what we talked about. Oh, so man. what we got six six items that There's we should. So many rabbit teach. holes we went down, man. Yeah, I know we went down a lot of rabbit holes. Taxes, how to grow fruits and vegetables by ourselves. Talking about te- the rate of technology and how it's survival growing. skills. Survival skills. We didn't even touch that. Yeah. So. We didn't even go on down that route. So these are the things that I think that should be introduced. Survival skills, home ec, uh, taxes, the political system. Policing. Uh, policing. Law. Law, well, policing and law can policing be Policing law can be one, yeah. Can be one and the same because it should be one and the same. Yeah. And then uh, what was the other thing that we said we should probably know? Guns. You didn't say that, but I was just I put it out there. We could be under survival. Yeah. I think when there's survival, you'd have to learn how to use a gun. Well, I'm saying about hunting. That would be hunting. Yeah, I'm saying that's, that's oh like... Oh, my God, that's the only thing I could... I could, I could I could stand behind using a gun for bringing guns into a school to learn how to protect yourself against someone else. I You're talking about like tactical flies. shit? Yeah, I don't okay, think that yeah. would fly. But to bring in weapons to learn how to use a weapon for hunting. Different story, see. yeah. Different story. You might piss off some parents that basically like are saying Peter, like... Peter kids. Peter kids who basically say like, well, no. I don't want you teaching my kid to kill. You know, no. like so... But that's when the kid doesn't need to like you go home to mom and dad and sign this waiver. Yeah, if not, then you're out of the class. If not, then, you know, just whatever. You, you have to wait go. outside. Yeah, you wait outside for the day and pick your nose, little Billy. <laughs> little Billy's you not allowed in the class. You freaking loser, Billy. <laughs> Poor Billy. Little gonna, Billy. Everyone Billy, makes fun of him. Billy's going to Because get, Billy's the only one not in the freaking hunting not, class. He's not in the hunting class. He's going to be outside. and All, he's the, going, all, the, all the other boys are going to make fun of yeah, him. Yeah, and he wants to go hunting he and wants camping, to go hunting, but he's so not allowed bad. to go. And his dad drank too much soy milk, so he, uh, <laughs> he doesn't. his dad doesn't believe in hunting. It says, it, it says it hurts the animal's feelings when you shoot it. <laughs> and you watch Bambi every day and cry. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, we're talking about hunting. So, yeah, those are the, what, six things? Those six things. Those are six things. That were, I also think they should focus more on the, um, on the methods of teaching and, or fix the, or the systems that are now to make them more streamlined so the kids come out a little bit more efficient yeah. and a little bit more uh, aware at, at a younger age. Ooh, hold on. What about teaching mindfulness? Because they teach us all sorts of stuff, but they never teach us about ourselves. How to be mindful? Yeah, like, te- be like teach you how to be... Aligned? Yeah. And like focused and breathing? Yeah, teach properly. mindset. They don't teach any mindset stuff in school. Like proper mindset. Like proper like... Give me an example of that. Like how to train, like the power of thoughts. Okay. Like things like that. Like, like manifesting things through thought? Yeah, like they don't teach you any of that type of stuff. They don't teach you like how to use... Dude, how pow- man, half of these teachers don't know that stuff about manifesting and understand that, like, that the, what, you, what you think and what you believe uh, affects on your emotions and your emotions affect your actions. Yeah, that's probably the starting your- point. I think that's what you have to start <laughs> these kids as little babies. But you they're not what, going if you to. Ta- you know what, though? If you teach that, if you teach that 
Because kids between the ages of one, I know to they seven, absorb the shit like a billion absorb, times. Like, they I know. absorb it and it becomes part of their DNA, like it becomes part of their subconscious. Yeah, I know. If you teach that to a one to seven year old about how your thoughts control your feelings, or your thoughts control your beliefs, your beliefs control your feelings, your feelings control your actions, your actions create your results. Pooh. My actions create you, habits. Habit creates like it. It, it all. Yeah, no. Yeah, you have kids that would just be super achievers, bro. Super achievers. Yeah, I know, but they don't want That's the competition. It's almost like the only thing you want to teach them. Yeah, because everything else would actually fall in line. They'd learn that shit on their own. And they'd be like, yeah, what are you thinking about? What are you reading? What are you focusing on? That's the stuff that basically aligns your system. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, it's wild. They don't, yeah, they don't teach those things. Those are the, the seven things that Steve Van Deest believes. That's what we're going to change. That's what we're going to fix our environment, fix our things. I don't know how to do that, Stevie. You gotta join, you gotta get involved in the community. You gotta start on with your community. Fix your community first. That's the only thing people can do is fix their community. Focus on your community, focus on the people that you're around, fix that. Make sure that your community is running like a well-oiled machine and then everything else will follow. You think, eh? It's the only way you can do it. You think I can do anything in, in the Middle East? I'm not in that, in, that's not my community. Yeah, but do you think um, that's the end of the episode? I think so. All right. Well, hey guys, thank you for joining us, Thought Exchange. Take care. No, right, fuck this. I'm out of here. Holy shit, Steve. Every time. You always gotta like, you just gotta swear and run away. <laughs>